It's hella black, baby. Black at it again like we ain't ever left, you feel me? It's that real black, not that fake black shit. That real black shit that supports your community shit, not sell your community out shit, you feel me? We live again in this motherfucker, rocking. I got my nigga Roller here with me. We here, what's this, 37? 37. Ooh, look at I was right, I just guessed. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Uh, this might be the first time I've guessed an episode. We always be struggling, like, be pulling up our podcast app and shit, like, which episode we on, nigga? Like, I don't even know what the fuck episode we on. And I didn't need to do that. Man, yeah. that's progress. That's growth, man. Growth. That's what that is. And I'm G-R-O-W-T-H. Growth, my I'm nigga. I'm proud be, of you. I'm happy to be experiencing that. <laughs> we here, hella black. Nigga, we got mic stands and shit. If you watching on YouTube right now, you like, these niggas, you like, man, these niggas must have signed a check or some shit, because these niggas got some... Mike stands Shout and shit. Shout out to all the patrons. <laughs> Shout out to all the patrons, you feel me? We here rocking. Shout out to my nigga Blake, too, for putting this shit together. I don't know if it came already in place, but if they would have got shipped to my house, this is not how they would have been. Oh, no, nah, I, I set it up. I, you feel me? I was in there. Shout out my, to my, my nigga, man. Up shit, you feel me? But so. this is this is another step in the right direction for Hella Black. I feel like this is an upgrade. And this wouldn't be able, like, if we didn't have patrons and people fucking with us every month, you know, it's like we try to get... As many episodes But as y'all know If you've been listening We both work A 9 to 5 Have lives You feel me Do other shit too You know So it's like We really try to Record two to three episodes a month But you know Sometimes it's difficult You know Because of the stress Of just being black You feel me So thank y'all to the patrons Who are fucking with us I appreciate y'all I for, hella appreciate you know, that shit Because sure. that shit Our shit is really starting to grow And I, I feel like The people who fuck with us Know the lives that we live So it's like Alright If it's February 26 and you've only got two episodes this month you know all right blake and delinsey must have some shit going on you feel me so i appreciate y'all for fucking with us tapping with our patreon patreon.com slash hell black pod you get extended episodes it ain't just a donation like you actually get some shit from it you feel me just to make yeah. it clear because i feel like on this last episodes we've been making it very clear if you you know subscribe for five dollars a month you get extended episodes we've actually got more subscriptions like, yes that we've ever had so it's like Five dollars. I feel like you've been saying this, but it just hasn't been resonating with people. And we've made it very clear that you get access to extended episodes and exclusive content if you sign up, if you subscribe to our Patreon. But for some reason, folks are just thinking that the episodes that they see on SoundCloud and the podcast app were the final episodes when it's like, nah, we got even more gems um, on the extended episodes on Patreon. And when we have guests, like those are 10 when like, I would say definitely it's something you definitely want to have for the episodes when we we have guest featured like that shit is just yeah. and even the last episode like one of the patrons you know submitted a question to us and like we literally spent 15 minutes diving into the topic that they wanted us to talk about so if you really want us to ask or if you really want to ask us a question and for us to dive into a certain topic that's where the extended episodes are are made for you feel me so it's like you know niggas get hella dms with hella questions but if you really want me to answer your question into depth pay for it patreon dot com slash hell black pod period period you know we here rocking we got a guest with us you feel me live it's been a long time coming you know this guest is long overdue we have some other guests that are long overdue in our like our immediate circle and shit but this is definitely one of the folks who are who should have been on the podcast probably should have been one of our first guests honestly yeah but shout out to all the other guests we've had though no no shade No shade, but yeah, you feel me? We keeping it up. This one just makes the most sense. Like, this is, you feel me? Yeah. A literal comrade, you know what I'm saying? This like, is, really in the struggle. Niggas been in the field with this nigga, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so People's Breakfast Oakland, you feel me? <laughs> Fannie Lou Hamer, Black <laughs> Resource Center, Black Student Union at UC Berkeley. Like, Damn. me and my nigga <laughs> AB, we really go way back, you feel me? So, 
I can introduce you, you know, I usually always introduce you and shit, like, even last week, you know, we over here sipping Pat Ron and shit, you know, real nigga shit. Get ready. But, you feel me, <laughs> it's my nigga, for real, we, uh, we both went to Cal together, um, we was both organizers, so, you know, you hear me talk about the Black Resource Center and the Black Student Union a lot here on this podcast, like, me and AB was really rocking, AB was helping me de-escalate sometimes, or de-escalate me, on another hand, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> And just overall, homie, comrade, good friend, you feel me? So you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, what should I say? I mean, I'm AB. Where you from? I'm from North Oakland, California. Ice City, stand up. Ice City. Ice cold polar bear out here, you feel me? (laughs) Um, You know, I don't know what else to say. Y'all, that's all y'all need to know about me. I really care about everybody's healing. I hope everybody is doing well. I know it's a hard time, but yeah, I'm just here to spread love with y'all. My motherfucking brothers, you know what I'm saying? I think it is overdue. Glad to be here with y'all. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a minute. I feel like I was like, hey, B, we finna get you on this podcast, man, <laughs> for real. You know, because for those of you who don't know, like, I feel like me and Delinsa, we get a lot of props for People's Breakfast Oakland, you feel me? But AB is one of those core people in P- PBO, People's Breakfast Oakland, you feel me? So it's always good to get people, other people, part of the organizing that we do onto the podcast, you feel me? So you just don't always hear our perspective, you know? It's like... I feel like we have similar perspectives, but you yeah. have a lot to offer. I know this this nigga AB has taught me hella. Like, all this shit I be talking about healing and shit, like, AB is probably telling me. I probably roll my eyes. Like, nigga, <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit right now. Shut up. It's wild. For someone who is, like, so active and can probably flip a switch and turn up, AB has definitely been a calming presence in my life. I remember that time we were all about to meet. Where did we meet at? Cambridge that one time? Yeah. And remember somebody had stole something out of my mail and I was dumb oh, ass mad. Yeah. And they be like, it sounded hella cliche, but I knew that they were coming from <laughs> um genuine like, place. Yeah, genuine place and like that they actually apply that perspective to their own life. So I could just imagine having this person as in my life as long as you've had. I could only imagine how the role that they played in helping you navigate this white supremacist capitalist patriarchy and AB again like you like Blake said is a very important part to the people's programs and definitely want to acknowledge the work that you do in addition to all the other like anyone else that's involved but yeah AB is a reason why this shit's been able to function for sure we wouldn't have been able to make this happen especially when you think about the terms of like food and shit you definitely played a role in that because when me and B tried to do the whole <laughs> shit by ourselves the first time it just yeah like we would really be in meetings and shit you know me and Delancey talking to AB like, okay, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. Like, all right, bet. Like, you like logistics and shit? You're just like, all right. Because I feel like you are visionary too, but like me and we're both like hella visionary too. But you were like, okay, this is what you do. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and then we move from there. So, you know. Nigga. I fuck with y'all niggas. Y'all really my brothers. Like, trash. This is trash. <laughs> y'all heard that? That was not nice. seen it too. It's right there on camera. Y'all seen that? This See, nigga you know, Blake. If y'all didn't say anything, I could have edited that shit out. But you know, uh, y'all trying to put me on. Put niggas me on got the real shit. Right. Niggas like, I don't want to be that nigga. I'm already that nigga. Trust me. Uh, shit. For sure. You know, actually, thinking about People's Breakfast Oakland, like, that text was actually about eviction support needed. You know? So it's like, that's, you know, this is the shit for real that we be talking about in Oakland. It's like, evictions really be happening every, every day. single fucking day. In Oakland, they really be kicking houseless people off of the curb in Oakland. So it's like this shit don't this shit don't stop. Stupid, bro. So fuck Libby Anything Shad. else you want to say about yourself? I know you like a gardener and shit. You, oh yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, definitely trying to play themselves on your You know, I am a facilitator of business programs. I help 
people get their businesses off the ground. I am a landscaper, gardener. I think that's an integral role, intricate role, and integral role of healing, gardening. I'm a healer by day. I turned up by night. You know, I'm a very turned individual. I fuck with duality, the notion that you can be turned up, turned as fuck, and then also really calm, like Delincey was talking about. Um, duality, I think that's something I really want to push because that's, that's where healing comes from, being able to keep all that shit inside of you and not let one do more than the other, you know what I'm saying? So that's my big life, you know, my big life, A-B, duality. You know, that's why I go by they, them, because it's just like both, nigga. You don't got to pick. <laughs> sure. Facts. Yeah. What what a dive into Black Joy before we get into yeah. these topics. You know, so we got some Black Joy. If you fucking with Hella Black, you know, we always have a, a Black Joy segment. And it wouldn't be hella black without black joy. And it was just a, a black joy parade. I remember I was just uh, looking at old videos and shit. I was like, you dancing at the first black joy parade? That shit uh, was hella <laughs> funny. That shit was hella funny. Oh, but yeah. you have a, a black joy moment from this past week? Yeah. I mean, it actually came out of some darkness, but I actually lost someone. And we all came together as a community. And we was just all there like, hold on, nigga. Like, we can celebrate life. You know what I'm saying? every single fucking day like no matter what's going on and just seeing all my family and my friends you know just thriving you know what i'm saying it put it filled my cup back up you feel me so that was the most powerful thing that happened to me and then sunday was tight you know what i'm saying i didn't watch the parade because i hate parading my culture and my identity and shit like that but i went to the rest of the shit and all of sunday i felt very lit and happy to be black and just living my life what about you Roland? Uh, I don't I don't know I've um, I recently had a death In my family My great uncle Passed away And through that I've kind of like Rekindled this relationship With my grandmother And I don't know I feel like I was talking to this One of my friends I feel like right now We live in a time Where especially You see this shit On Twitter all the time Like we just get caught up In acknowledging The ways in which Our family has fucked us up Right mm-hmm. In which the ways We come from toxic families In which the ways We've been abused And And you know, I, I see it and that's like that's real, right? Like yeah. that's those are real things that happen. But I feel like we just at a time where we're also not acknowledging the people who have done so much for us. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and I think over the past few years as I've like tried to like work through my trauma and shit, I've gotten too caught up in, you know, the negative shit. But going to my grandpa's going to my um my uncle's funeral or whatever and, you know, being at the church which I used to go to my grandma go with my grandpa and my grandmother and shit I just start having like hella like flashbacks mm-hmm. and shit and, like really thinking like damn like these are the folks that as much as they might have done wrong by me they've done way more shit and molded me and helped me become the person that I am and instilling like the morals and values that I have right now especially in the ones of like the way that I treat people that I interact with people and through that I started thinking about my grandma a lot you know my grandma stayed like just five minute drive away from me you know what I'm saying like we I check in with her but it's become more so of a thing like oh you need some money like boom I got you yeah. but not so much of like us sitting down and breaking bread together so my my uncle's funeral was like a week ago and I say over the past like five six seven days I've seen and spoken to my grandma like more times in a week than which I would have done in like a month or whatever hmm. um so that's my that's really my joy moment is like rekindling this relationship with my grandmother that's always been fairly strong but um yeah, like we just had dinner together on Sunday night or some shit, and it's just, I know it's a really good feeling to be able to spend time with someone who, like I said, has been such an important part of my life. So, so man, our yeah. condolences to both y'all. No, I appreciate you. Bless. Yeah, 
damn, that's that's you know that makes me like as y'all were speaking, shit comes into my mind like about my own life. You know what I mean? It's like I know you know my grandpa been was sick and stuff, yeah. so it was like it's my mom's birthday today actually. Oh shit, happy you birthday! Know? So I went, um, I had breakfast with her and some of my family and just like able to see my grandma and stuff and like mm-hmm. just that moment just to be with them. You know, it's like especially being so fucking busy too. You know, it's like they're close, but also like it's really easy to get caught up. I feel like in like life, you know, and just being able to see them, see my grandma and see my mom, like that shit made me happy. And I know she, like I was stupid tired, too, because I just had my students on a retreat. So I was like, my mom was like, but you look hella tired. Like <laughs> you saw me before that. So yeah. I was like, I was really just exhausted. But just seeing my mom, that shit was cool. Yeah. You know, just seeing family and just like, all right, trying to cherish those moments more because I feel I feel similar to what you were saying. It's like, all right, I can get caught up in things. And that shit is real. But also like. My mom's done hell of shit for me too, you know. Mm-hmm. So what? What is that like? I don't. What? Are, where is this coming from? Is it like I don't know why? I know y'all familiar like with this thing that's on Twitter. It's like motherfuckers just like bash their family. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's like, on. and most of the time it's yeah. I, it like I said, it's hella real, but it's like I there are some of us like for me like I'm just lucky enough to come from a family that like, you know like. Abuse and all that shit is hella real, mm-hmm. and I will say my family might have like talked down to me at sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. um, it was never nothing that I think was like super fatal. You know what I'm saying? Like I, that's yeah. I just I feel like it wasn't it wasn't nothing that really like led to like my detriment. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't know. I mean I I guess I answer my own question. Like people are trying to like process things that could have led to their detriment but we just live in a time right now where i just see constantly see motherfuckers bashing their family i'm like bro what the fuck and some of that shit is real some people do come from really fucked up homes but there's yeah. people also that i know like i'm like nigga i know your mama nigga like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> nigga, like come on like nigga i know your people's like come yeah. on bro like your shit was you feel me a little everybody got their problems but some motherfuckers just acting like they just had it so hard they, they was raised by the worst people in the fucking world it's yeah right, I think it's just like really like people have a hard time processing trauma in general so we can't process it it stays you stay in the position you were in yeah. so if you were seven when that shit happened and your mom did something that really tipped your whole life upside down because remember one little thing can tip your whole life side yeah. so like if the, if you still hanging on to that one thing and you can't process that it's the worst thing that ever happened to you yeah it sucks people need to heal up like process trauma i think it's important yeah you know People don't even know what that means. So. Right. I, sh- I didn't know what it meant for a while, too. It's like, for me, it's like, especially, I feel like I have some resentment mm-hmm. towards my mom, especially, like, with, uh, I don't know, like my dad was pretty abusive, you feel me? So, I'm like, mom, why don't you do some shit about it? Like, why don't you stop him type shit? So, right, I, I remember right. having some, like, resentment, mm-hmm. you know, but then I'm also, like, now that I'm older and I've done, like, more work on myself, I'm like, okay, I have more understanding, you know what I'm saying, to where I'm like, you did hella shit for me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I was so focused on the negative shit that happened, I didn't realize, like, all the shit you did do, you know? Right. And that's taken me years of work mm-hmm. to come to that point, mm-hmm. you know? You I don't know if that makes sense. No, you know? yeah, no, I hear you. That 100% makes sense to me. Grace. And I'm, I'm thinking about, so yeah, for me, it's not fair for me to project my own experiences onto everybody else. It's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I come from a fucked up family too, but I'm like working through it. Like, that's not fair for me to do that. So I definitely want to acknowledge that. But I think for me, why it's easy for me to kind of forgive my family is because, bro, I look at, Nigga, I really grew up in, like, a poor black family. Like, niggas was dealing with shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. My mom had me when she was 17. My granny was on crack. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I really grew up, like, so in a... Fu- motherfuckers wasn't even in, in their best frame of mind to project love, the best form of love, onto me. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm one, I'm cut from the cloth. 
like my kind of I guess my process from it is from empathy because like I've done mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. when I didn't know any better mm-hmm. you know from like looking back hindsight I wouldn't have done that shit if I knew the impact it could have on people like when I mm-hmm. think about the misogyny and the homophobia and the transphobia the kind of shit that I've done, done like you know acted on or spoke on to folks right like if I knew better I wouldn't have did that shit mm-hmm. so that's like for me I'm trying to come from empathy it's like alright I look at it for me my granny was on crack there's no way she could have been the best mom to my mom. You know what I'm saying? My mom had me when she was 17. Nigga, she was still a kid trying to mm-hmm. process her trauma, but also trying to raise somebody else. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So for me, it's easy for me to look back and be like, all right, bro, I'm going to forgive my family because for one, like I said, my mom was 17. She was dealing with a whole bunch of shit as being a poor, a poor black young single mother mm-hmm. and the product of a broken drug infested home right. you know what I'm saying yeah. like Hard how could life. I expect like she yeah. had she, she had shit tough she was there just doing the best that she could she, with what she mm-hmm. had you Absolutely. know what I'm saying so that's why it's a little bit easier to like forgive her for the time she yelled at me and screamed at me and said things to me that you know what I'm saying she was just for sure now that I know mm-hmm. how anxiety and depression and shit works yeah. like, or just even the institutional factors that could have contributed that did contribute to yeah. it too you know you're able to like I don't know. I feel like when I was able to like understand the time period and mm-hmm. really historically understand what the fuck was going on, I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, I see that. Okay, my dad, my grandpa did this to my dad, and then my dad did this to me. Like that's it's not a, an that's excuse. Just it's not an excuse, but it's like yeah. okay, I could understand because that's all he knew. Mm-hmm. You know, now you growing. You know, hopefully he's he's healing in some ways, right? But it's like now I see how that cycle of abuse happens, and I feel like this conversation, even that we're happening, mm-hmm. that we're having right now. In a way, it's like we're trying to like almost end that cycle yeah. by speaking about this shit because this shit isn't really spoken about like that. Like I feel like Twitter is kind of you, you see conversations like this happening, but it's very rare for us to have this like vulnerable conversation right now and yeah. and speak about it. You know? Yeah. Talk about grace, the difference. You know? What do you, so? What do you mean when you say like it's about grace? Right. So like. I'm thinking about like grace is just the ability to let things be how they are and not want to control it or change it. It's kind of like just if some shit is happening, you don't fucking understand it. You don't have to pick at it. You don't have to blame anybody. You can literally just let that shit be and just understand where they are. So like you said with your mom, like you understand. I understand. I get where you were. I can't want to control the situation or want to do things better in your shoes. Like that doesn't make sense. I can what I can do now is take what I know, learn from your mistakes, and be grateful that you gave me those footsteps to not follow in and follow in another projected way that's positive and forgiving, right? Because you know, like holding on to your trauma only causes more trauma. But letting that Ooh. shit go, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Letting that stress go and be like, look, that happened, okay, and accept the truth about it. The truth was your mama, a lot of people say, my mama didn't love me or my mama was this or that. The truth is your mama was doing the best she can do. And that's the most hu- for sure. that's the most hurtful hurtful part for most people. Yeah. Like, you mean to tell me she was doing all she can do and she still couldn't do for me? Like, yeah. sometimes that hurts. Sometimes it's literally niggas don't want to let it go because they need something to have a shadow over them so that they can, you know, define what's going on wrong in their life. It's a bunch of reasons, but grace is just understanding everything and moving forward in that light that the truth is everybody's doing their best most of the time, yeah. especially when it comes to family. And that's grace, just having that ability to say, okay, that's what it is. It is what it is. I forgive you. I forgive myself. I'm going to move forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it also has to come with, like, that trauma being such a familiar feeling. Because, like, all right, now what do I do that I've moved on? I've stepped into the unknown. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, hella people was trying to avoid, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Going, like, the unknown is scary as fuck. At least with my trauma, like, boom, I know I'm angry at her. I'm right, like, right. fuck, da-da-da. Now it's like, okay, if I move out of that, 
what's next a lot of motherfuckers don't know you don't have to, to do control next. it right yeah. it's like because when you have anger or trauma you're trying to control a situation that you simply cannot so yeah. it's just or it's usually a past situation you just can't control that anymore so you want to control it you want to change that narrative but you can't so just having that understanding that that shit did happen bro and yeah trauma was a word that i heard it's familiar a lot growing up and like but it wasn't something that I began to understand probably like two or three years ago. So it's still a fairly new concept to me, and I'm mm-hmm. learning new ways in which to practice the release of trauma and the understanding of trauma. Because like the best, you can get to a point you understand like, oh, I'm this way because of this. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you can't free yourself of the trauma, mm-hmm. then you won't yeah. really see the actual like strides in the game. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Facts. I feel like I didn't know what trauma meant till I got diagnosed with PTSD. Mm-hmm. Post traumatic, what is it? Stress, Stress disorder. disorder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what is trauma? Because <laughs> you hear the word, yeah, and then you're like, oh shit, am I traumatized? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, fuck, I ain't trying to be traumatized. At least in my <laughs> yeah. head, like, that's a big, that's a buzzword almost. Like, traumatized, yeah. like, it make you feel, it make me feel crazy. Like, oh, I'm traumatized, but then it's like, nah, actually, yeah, these situations that I've been in actually did traumatize me. Yeah, and the way I show up in the world, sometimes I do project my own trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, and I we think all just walk around projecting traumas yeah, all day. <laughs> all day, niggas just walk around projecting their traumas for real. And now I'm just like to a point to where I'm understanding to myself in a sense, and I feel like meditation has helped me a lot. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, how much of this is real, or how much of this is my trauma? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And but I even feel your like, trauma is real though, because it's like that's your it reality. Is, that's it your is my feeling, reality. You know what I'm saying? It is my reality. But it's like I could have a fear, right? So like one, I feel like one of my triggers is like door slamming. Like, that's a trigger for me, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, even, you know, where we are right now, you can hear, you know, it's fucking loud-ass gate <laughs> slam all the time. I'll just be like, all right, mm-hmm. that's real, but it ain't real. Because it's, it's not the reason in which you're attributing it to. Right. Like, this door isn't slamming because such and such is about Happening. to happen. Mm-hmm. You know you what I'm saying? It's, it's slammed because whatever, this person just walked outside. Because these motherfucking new motherfuckers walking yeah. in don't know how to shut a fucking gate. Like, <laughs> Yeah. That's you know? all, like, a higher level of, like understanding yeah, yeah totally. but i feel like for me to have that understanding a lot of that has been me owning my trauma yeah and like realizing i think something i, I feel like i was like damn i used to blame all like, oh yeah my dad made me this way oh this this situation made me this way you know and i'm like yeah it contributed to it but i was like okay i feel like i need to actually own up to how i am feeling and mm-hmm. to own up how i'm like interacting with this world because yeah, if i don't I'm own up if i don't shit. own my trauma it's it's you know it's not my fault what happened right mm-hmm. but i gotta own what happened to be the best self I can be because if I don't own it I can't correct it if I can't correct it I ain't gonna heal you mm-hmm. feel me yeah I'm like torn in between like alright wanting to hold myself accountable for shit but also not I don't know if denying is what I'm looking for but like without denying someone else's truth because like for me I'm like alright it becomes kind of I, I, I think this is fact and based on my lived experience it becomes kind of detrimental to yourself like once you acknowledge your trauma but you don't do anything to work through it or work mm-hmm. past like okay I know that this I'm this way because of this reason and you just continue to like function within that or as yeah. opposed to like okay I need to let this go mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but I that shit is easier said than done especially as all of us folks that deal with anxiety depression and yeah. what other, other mental health shit we got going on mm-hmm. right like that yeah. shit that it's easier said than done but that, that clearly is what needs to happen for mm-hmm. you to to do the healing and for you to take the next steps into like kind of work through and leave that trauma behind. You gotta, once you acknowledge, once you be have an understanding, you acknowledge of like 
what's the causes and the roots of the traumas mm-hmm. you got to start to unpack and unwork through that shit and yeah a lot of that shit takes like professional help which little nigg- which niggas don't have access to you know right. what i'm saying like i couldn't afford therapy till this year right period like and i even then it would be like a huge chunk out of my shit you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying a nigga couldn't afford therapy till this year so again these are all like what i what i meant to say was when i said like higher I think this is like ex- this is like inaccessible shit. Like it's not a higher thought. Like a lot of people don't have access to the shit that we talk about. Yeah. They don't have access to the some of the shit that we've read. Yeah. Some of this like we all college grads. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. clearly that's the the correlation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even even where I'm at right now yeah. is like I can recognize the privilege I'm coming from. That's what it is. The privilege. Yeah. That's the word I was. And be able to have like yeah. therapy. Like nigga, I had therapy because I was a student athlete at UC Berkeley. Like I, I know even the average student couldn't get the amount of access mm-hmm. that I had. And it's because I was an athlete. Yeah. You know, they're like, all right, we need to, <laughs> this nigga need to get his shit together so he could be on the field. You feel me? Absolutely. So I think that's that's part of it too. But I don't know, AB, what do you think about healing? Like, in terms of like, like how do you address your trauma, you feel me, mm-hmm. and heal if you don't necessarily have like all the full resources? But I, yeah, what do, you th- what do you think about hmm. that? I think, I think we talked about like, going into your root, like finding the root cause of whatever's going on. I think people are super afraid to go back in the past and figure out what past memories like inflicted the most trauma on them. But I think taking a deep dive every once in a while and going to figure out what in your past has triggered you or what in your past still like traumatizes you. Cause like, I think we all know it and it's all in the back of our heads. Like maybe, you know, it was your parents or whatever, but that is where a lot of our triggers come from, our childhood. And I think not a lot of people talk about childhood trauma because it's so long ago and you should be over it and all this shit, but right. it's not over. It's like everything that happened back in the day is happening to you right now over and over again until you learn the lesson. So <laughs> I think if you keep, keep experiencing the same type of trauma or you have the similar triggers every single day, like Blake, you got that door slamming thing. Like I'm pretty, I don't know if you know where that came from, but I know where it came from. <laughs> okay, look. See, like, get into yeah. the base of it. And like you said, that shit come in meditation. Like, that shit come in, like, working out. It's work. And it's wild work. how hard, how easy the bullshit come, but yeah. how hard it is to work through that shit. From it? Like, think uh, about the one instance you had that traumatized you for 20-something years that you got to continue to work through. But all it took was that one moment for this shit to happen. Yep. That's some fucking bullshit. Some and the human bullshit. brain is a fucking farce. And it's wild because it's shit. like, bro, like, you know, I talk about going to therapy. I've been going to therapy probably since I was like 21, you know, somewhere around there, maybe even a little bit earlier than that, you know, and I'm like, fuck, nigga, I'm like, I went to therapy today, I'm just like, bro, I'm fucking tired of therapy, Tired of this, nigga. but then I'm also <laughs> like, all right, if I had 21 years of trauma, I can't expect myself to heal in four years. No, you. I'm right. on the path. Probably take twice as much time. That's what I'm saying. It's like, nigga, I'm, I ain't trying to be 45 and just <laughs> be like, all right, namaste, motherfucker. I am healed. Like, namaste, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, but I feel like it's having patience in the moments, you know, and like yeah. having patience with yourself and like giving yourself grace in a right. sense to where it's like, all right, you know what? I have the understanding, knowing that okay, I am doing this work, even though at times it might not feel like shit is working but mm-hmm. you know I, I've been in a hell of times where I'm like damn I keep doing this I keep doing this I keep doing this yeah. I keep trying I keep meditating I mm-hmm. keep working out I keep going to therapy but ain't shit changing and now yeah. it's like I'm realizing now where I am at least gotta take all that time to that, fucking unlearn and all yeah. that shit yeah. what a question I have is like for you how have you navigated healing in a um 
in a society that prides itself on productivity mm-hmm. and like you know healing doesn't always lead yeah like this is a society that prides itself on everything but opposite of feeling <laughs> but people feeling good about themselves right. for the right reasons you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like we they only want us to feel good to things that contribute to the system right you know what i'm saying so with that being said, how do you how are you navigating this mm-hmm. system, this white supremacist capitalistic patriarchy? How are you su- navigating this system as someone who tries to put like healing and shit first, right. and, like all the metaphysical, all the energy shit first? Right. How are you navigating that shit? Yeah, it is hard because niggas is like really like all all about money. Like all they give a fuck about is money. But I think y'all all know my lifestyle. Like I don't fuck with the status quo, none. And I think people are afraid to get left behind in the status quo so much that they just keep up with all the rules and shit. But I think the first thing people will have to do is let that shit go. Like, you're going to have to make money. You're going to have to get your shit together. But there's other mediums and ways. Like, one big thing that helped me, and it sounds crazy, but having a morning routine. Waking up every morning, making up my bed, drinking a full glass of water, listening to some type of meditation or shit doing meditation lot. shit helps a lot right and, and then building going that to the pattern gym. into huh? building the pattern Routine right almost right you don't you get to decide how your day starts every day you have control over your day it's day by day this healing shit you know what i'm saying some days are going to be good some days are going to be bad you cannot be mad at yourself wherever you but are what about the person who got to fucking wake up and go clock in right away mm-hmm. and it's like they only their their days are created in a way where it's like they don't get that Autonomy to craft their morning mm-hmm. routines, cause like that's something I just started having this mm-hmm. year. Is like, okay, I can wake up and I can stretch in the morning. Yeah, I'm um, so I don't have to. I don't have to clock in. That's just period blank yeah. blank, right? So, well, I guess it kind of goes back into the point of we talking about like this being a lot of work. Cause like, mm-hmm. say you do got to clock in, that means damn near you got to wake up earlier. That's some yeah. bullshit though. It's like my niggas should be able to sleep in and be able to, you feel me? Yeah, do that routine. I mean, I'm gonna keep it real. I start when I started to do a morning routine. I like wake. I woke up two hours earlier and I started this when I worked at UC Berkeley and I had to you know what I'm saying do stuff at 8am sometimes and 6am yeah. bitch like I was out here like really trying to do like extra but if you realize like me for example I need all that shit in my morning routine like I need at least four things because if I don't then I'll I'll get into anxiety. I get anxiety when I first wake up. Like me too. Yeah, that shit is there. So it's be waiting for me. Like, like you wait. <laughs> Are you up now, nigga? All right, hello. So Here I'm we so go. Nice <laughs> to be join me. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Your eyes open now, nigga. with a cigarette yeah, with a Newport. Like, <laughs> just legs. So nice of like, you to join me. Hello, nigga. <laughs> I swear, bro. I swear. Nah, nigga. My anxiety got <laughs> a raspy ass, ugly voice. It be like, hey, like, hey, hey, hey. I look like that nigga from the Mucinex commercial. Fat green nigga. This nigga. But nah, like to your point, I for me. The morning routine is something that's definitely shifted the way in which I experience my day. I wake up Absolutely. in the morning and I try to just like stretch. Mm-hmm. And that's literally just stretching has shifted the way I start my mornings. Right. Just stretching. And it's just like stretching. I have to wake. Well, like I said, I'm fortunate enough to where I don't have a fucking job where I got to clock in. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I've if I I've I've scheduled my days now to where I I make time for that morning routine. bro. Yeah. It's just stretching and drinking some water like that yeah. shit has sh- Shifted my morning, and right. I never knew something so small could have mm-hmm. such a huge impact on yeah. my entire day. Yeah, I just want to let people know also, like, if you have a morning commute, like, it doesn't have to be at home, it doesn't even have to be in the morning, even if you forget, even if it's 30 seconds of stretching, like, just literally not engaging with your social media, not engaging with other humans or anything else to tell you how your day should go give you a move before that. you know yeah the <laughs> niggas be trying to give you a move before you tell have your you own. like nigga this like, how you supposed to feel you get on nigga, instagram period. camilla harris straight 
fucking tripping, talking about some shit about Tupac. Like, now you still open your eyes, like your vision's still kind of blurry and shit. You yeah. feel me? Like you trying to get, you feel me? Like, yeah, you don't have a mood yet. You're a totally blank slate. So you're basically you, just absorbing everybody else's shit. This is how you're supposed to look today. This is how you're supposed to talk. This is what you're supposed to care about. This mm-hmm. is this how your shit supposed to go. Your timeline and say something really piss you off. Like oftentimes it's some whack ass shit in our fucking government, and we'll see it or some shit about people's breakfast Oakland about like some shelterless people getting evicted. Just something that's just gonna fuck up your day. But if you already had a foundation of you know shit that you've done and like don't be afraid to expand. Some people don't eat in the morning and just like thinking about ways everything. Everything that you don't <laughs> fuck with, everything that you hate in your life is changeable. So, like, healing is all about changing all those things. And, like, one at a time, like, I, w- I used to feel overwhelmed. Like, I ain't doing enough. I ain't doing enough for my healing. Like, I was on that tip so much that I felt overwhelmed. That's actually counterproductive to your healing as well. Have grace with yourself. Like, I got up and stretched today. And always congratulate yourself. I did that. You woke yeah, up. Yeah, That's I'm, enough. Yeah, definitely. I definitely don't congratulate myself enough. Well, you hard. You you have a different personality than me, right? So I'm just y'all both are some cancers, though. I know, yeah. but he's like he's like the 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 real water, like you know what I'm saying. I have <laughs> I have a I have a tourist uh, moon and a rising. I have some 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 shit that's like really positive and bright on my chart. But, <laughs> but you don't have to be a nigga like me. That's like, oh my god, life. You can still just be like, good job, nigga. Like. Facts. What I want to start telling myself good job. I wonder how my body gonna react to it because I tell myself bad job without it. Wait. You can tell. Bro, you can tell your body so good job by taking too, a deep like, breath. It's so easy to say, "Damn, the fuck." We conditioned to be that way though. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the cycles of capitalism too. I'm just yeah, like, sure. damn, because I'm like, I don't know. I think people, people would probably look at this about you're successful. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm not successful yet. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm, I, I still that. need. Like, you feel me? Like, I don't feel successful. Mm-hmm. Even though I am mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, but You're it's very like successful, Blake. <laughs> yeah, but in my own head, I'm just like it's like I almost. I was talking to my friend, and I feel like she was telling me that like you self sabotage yourself by gaslighting yourself almost. Mm-hmm. Like you can have these good things happen to you, but you can manipulate your own your mind. You, you're manip, you're manipulating yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like oh mm-hmm. nah, you downplay it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I think we downplay it sometimes too because we don't want other niggas to downplay our shit. Like you know how much work you did. And it's just like, nigga, if you downplay this right now, I'm going to do it. Don't worry. I'll downplay it for you so you don't fuck my shit up. But, yeah, it's just really day by day, y'all, hour by hour, second by second, and not being so hard on yourself. And that's what grace is. Grace is literally, like, the gentle vibration, like, like the calming spirit. Like, when everything is feeling like it's going haywire, have grace for yourself, for everything around you, and appreciation. And I know that shit sounds cliche, but... It really the cliche helps shit always be the realest shit. Though. I know, so yeah. I'm like fuck, like staying positive is yeah. <laughs> that little like shit the, really be the working. The cliche, the shit that kind of sound like damn near almost a little bit corny, like that should be so real, bro. I'm full of the shit. That should be <laughs> hella real, like. Mm-hmm. I'm full of cliche. Yeah, yeah. But that should be real as fuck. Like just like some almost like basic, not basic but basic. Basic as fuck. It's simple know? dignity and simplicity. Like that's my whole life. Like. If anything gets too complicated, I always bring it back to like, what do I appreciate? You know, yeah. just like, I be, life is so complicated. I'd be trying to be simple. <laughs> like, like, I really text my friend that I was like, this rain fucking my mood up. She was like, no rain, no flowers. I was like, Damn. wow, that shit is so simple. Yeah. Well, cliche. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, yeah, that's real. <laughs> but I think one thing that I feel like was a theme that kind of came out of this like interaction we had was like congratulating yourself. Mm-hmm. How was like congratulating yourself a part of healing? I don't yeah. know if y'all got the answers, but that just made me 
No. It made me think about my own self, so mm-hmm. I want to hear what y'all what y'all think about like congratulating yourself and how is that a part of part of healing? I guess like we we know that like I I don't know I've done some readings on like fucking vibrations and mm-hmm. like is it metaphysics? What is it? What is it called? What's the what's the study of like vibrations and energies and shit? I don't know. I, I, I sound like I talk about like I know about it's this not shit. metaphysics. Is it meta? I almost said something ignorant, but I'm meta stop. metaphysiology or some shit. Meta mm. spirituality. You type in meta. No, <laughs> Google not. be like meta, meta world peace. <laughs> Run our test. Google be like, did you mean menopause? Like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. So whatever the study of like energy and vibrations and shit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm losing my train of thought. What are we talking about? Okay, so it talks about how like these like higher vibrations and like emotions like gratitude and joy can like heal the body. Like literally like sending those type of vibrations to your body can make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Positive right? talk, positive yeah. self talk. So I feel like the way that Congratulating yourself and, fi- and being gratitude, it plays to that that theme mm-hmm. of higher vibrations and like that. So they they say like negative vibrations, like anxiety, fear, mm-hmm. anger, like those are like if we put up if we put up like a chart, right? Like this, like higher vibrations, like the joy, the gratitude, love, those would be higher vibrations. They say all the shit below that is like anger, grief, sadness, da da da. And it's like the higher vibration shit is what makes the body feel good. The low vibration shit is shit that makes you feel. Like you know, if you had too much anxiety, you start to feel sick. Your stomach can—you can start—you can get bubble guts, all type Anything, of shit. Right. You, if you if you're stressing, your head can start to hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's kind of been physically proven that like, yo, nigga, the lower your emotions thoughts. are the shit that make you f- literally physically feel bad. Yeah. The higher emotions, the good vibrations are the shit that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. So my point is that I think that congratulating yourself and finding joy in the things that you're doing, like honoring yourself and having grace with yourself, those are obviously like high vibration emotions, and it's been physically proven through lived experiences mm-hmm. that those are emotions that literally make your body feel good and i think that feeling good is healing yeah i went around the block with that one but no, i finally you, got to the last shit that was you straight on the north you went to the east and you went to the west and you came got, back and nah, you nigga, that was like, straight on yeah i finally got but to nah, the point because you nah, got that, that, that shit was real yeah, yeah you just, i followed you you, you gotta me? go through all of that <laughs> shit to say what you gotta explain I everything this shit. Yeah. i think too like like literally your brain is a muscle right so like if you like morning routine you wake up and i say affirmations every morning like that sends positive vibrations to your body but also like your subconscious gets trained to only talk positive things to only congratulate yourself like if you notice on the flip side niggas talk hella down on themselves like nigga why you do that stupid ass shit or nigga why it's you so do that easy, it's so easy because we're taught and that and our parents attach, have done it you can it. attach onto that like one mm-hmm. thing right but you just did hella great things that day but exactly. you attached that's, to that, that one shit that all ties into capitalism i'm telling you yeah, people who feel bad consume more it has to be like there has yeah. to be some type because you try to buy all these things to make yourself feel better. Right. Fuck the system. Our parents did it to us too, so our bodies are trained. Just like I said, our chi- our childhood trauma or whatever we went through in the past. However, our parents talked to us, we adopted that way how we talk to ourselves. But if we Ooh. practice over and over again, like good job, nigga, like good job, like even when you don't mean it. Because when I started to do this shit, I was still like, all right, bitch. Like yeah. sometimes you gotta fake it. Yeah, too. yeah, you, you gotta fake it. Long enough, you start to believe it. Because your your brain is a muscle. So if you if you work out, Delinci, right. what happened? Your muscles get strong, right? Facts. So it's like for real. Like if you just say every day you wake up like you a fine ass motherfucker, you gonna get this money, and you congratulations, you woke up. If you Montrose, start there, nigga, that's all that shit. All dude, that, stuff. put that, even going, put that parsley about, on that shit, nigga. Think about therapy too. That's like almost like mm-hmm. cognitive behavior therapy. Mm-hmm. It's like it's your thoughts, like mm-hmm. rewiring shit. You know, it's like mm-hmm. your thoughts really be controlling yourself. You know, mm-hmm. and I, that's like the type of therapy I get is like cognitive based. Like, oh, it's your thoughts. So it's almost like reframing how you think about things. Yeah. And it, like, all right, if this thought comes up, I'm gonna ask myself, why is this negative thought coming up? 
Mm. And this is myself downplaying who I am. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like for a lot, at least for myself, I downplay everything in a lot of ways. You know, and it's like even uh, that's that big Aries energy. <laughs> big Aries energy, you feel me? <laughs> it's almost Aries season, you know. So send some money to my PayPal. Hello, hello. Um, <laughs> but for real, though, like I be, I be downplaying. You know, I just be downplaying. I'm mm. like, and my friend was like, you gotta cr- congratulate yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Even uh, like the two year anniversary of the center, I oh, feel yeah. like I was just feeling a lot. You know, like that's a lot of like the shit we went through to get the center, nigga. Death threats to. Ops to all that shit You feel me Like niggas really went through A lot of shit And for the two year anniversary I woke up I was like Damn near sad almost Yeah Just feeling all the trauma You feel me And I'm like Damn nigga You should Be happy nigga We have a fucking center You feel me So I literally had to like Alright Yeah nigga You are a founder of this center You helped do this shit You know And like I was like Alright I need to talk about it I need to actually Congratulate myself publicly Because I'm so quick To be like Nah nigga that shit don't matter, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a part of my own human is like, nigga, we, we doing shit, you right. know? But not like, I don't know, because I feel like we all try to be very humble I mean, too, yeah. but also it's like, nigga, we got to congratulate ourselves and yeah. you could be humble and also still congratulate yourselves. Very humble. Well, yeah, I hear you say down talk or downplay shit and that's just probably something you went through in your childhood. Like maybe your dad or your mom downplayed everything you did and that's how you was trained, but... So like nigga Upplay your shit Nigga even if you Upplay it a little bit more Like You're humble enough To be cocky Trust me I feel like for most of us Bro just being in this world This entire world Has downplayed our shit That we've done And tried to suppress The beauty that's Within us I just I know that for sure They, that da- was, yeah. they downplaying our survival Like <laughs> Like we out here Just trying to live And like <laughs> They don't even like Listen to that They don't even hear us Just trying to live So our whole existence Is downplayed We all here being black And beautiful On a daily basis Trying to make shit happen How long have we Making shit happen actually Facts (laughs) How long have we been recording 42 minutes Alright well We should definitely Try to get into um, (laughs) The extended episode But before we do that I was talking to B earlier When we were out At dinner before this And I was telling him like This um this shit has started to become to feel a lot like work, like the podcast shit. Mm. And there's many factors into that. Like, for one, I'm glad when, you brought that up, yeah. not the other conversation. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> when, when we when we first started, when we first started, there was no money behind this shit. Right. Literally, we were recording anywhere we could mm-hmm. for and just distributing the podcast. Right then, we got hip to Patreon. We're like, oh well, people might pay for this shit for show. And now it's like, wait, people are paying for this shit. Right. And then there's like the duty and the responsibility because people are in fact paying for this content. We need to produce the content that they're mm-hmm. paying for. You know what I'm saying? Some folks are paying for the content. Some folks just paying like, we fuck with the breakfast program, y'all shit. Do we fuck with other work? You being a teacher, blah, 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 whatever. We mm-hmm. just fuck with it, right? Um, but there are people who actually pay for content. And we just been, I know for me, I've been feeling the pressure of like having to do this shit. Mm-hmm. And I can say this is one of the... We I love every episode we do and I feel like it's important work and that I love the guests but I feel like this is one of the most recent episodes where I feel like it's back to the authentic shit like this did not this feel like work black. at all like this, this did not black. I didn't feel like I had to come on here and when you when you start getting the podcast like people just expect you to be an expert on every fucking thing you got to say something ground and this could be projections mm-hmm. uh, this is definitely a projection regardless it's how i feel whether i feel the same way yeah, whether it's, it's a projection or not yeah. it's how i feel right and mm-hmm. just because what i see on the internet like once you become something of we live in a time like right now where like organizers are you know trying to push their own agenda being boosted being yeah. da 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 whatever right um people are looking for us to say shit and like once you start getting that pressure at least i feel like folks are looking for a station i i think they are because we can see the responses that we get on the internet mm-hmm. 
I just been feeling like such a burden and shit. And I feel like this is one of the most authentic conversations we had where I wasn't trying to prove a point. I was just talking and trying to speak on my experience. That's what Hella Black was in the first place. Us Hell to come yeah. on here and to speak our black political truth, our black radical political truth. Right. Um, and I felt that's what we was doing. So I hella appreciate it. I knew this was going to happen once we got AB on here. Hey. And I'm hoping that your energy, your spirit can continue to travel with us through the rest of these fucking episodes. Because if we can continue to do this, this is some shit I can do every day. Because yeah. this is how Hella Black started too. It's like, Hey, Blake, you're trying to record. Hey, Delancey, you're trying to record. And we just get a bottle and just start talking almost. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. we, this is the first episode in a while that we've had where we haven't, where we make be like, we be making bold points sometimes. Mm-hmm. We ain't have no bold points. So like, all right, we're going to talk about healing. AB finna pull up and we're just going to talk. Like, and I feel like oh, yeah. this was a meaningful conversation where folks can take shit away from it. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But mm-hmm. I would do this shit for free. Mm-hmm. Like these kind of conversations, I will do for free. Hell yeah! Like, I don't really give a fuck if people subscribing, none of that. So maybe I we hope, just have yeah. to get back to some of that too. Not taking the taking the pressure off our shoulders for the podcast. Like, Absolutely, nigga. Let's just do, let's do what made Hello Black Hello Black, mm-hmm. and also still try to like have these you know more tailored conversations too at times. But like, nigga, if it's just like, all right, we both stressed, whatever. Let's grab a bottle. Let's fucking yeah. <laughs> Turn the mic on and start talking like how we used to. Yeah, we gonna always you know? talk about real shit because we just real niggas and our life is full of real shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, yeah. I just hate having, to, like once you start, there's, I don't like the feeling of having to do something. Yeah, like Just in general in life, yeah. I don't fuck with the feeling like, oh, I have to do this. That just is not a good feeling for me. Like having no choice, no autonomy, Ooh. I don't fuck with that. Mm-hmm. And I've been feeling that a little bit on the podcast, but I feel like this podcast, we came in and we just chopped game. Yeah. And it was We lucky enough to be Three people who can just Do that kind of shit You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying Like yeah. everybody ain't got that This shit ain't for everybody I hate to be the nigga Who said this <laughs> But this podcast Shit really not for everybody Everybody can't just get on the mic And say something meaningful It's a yeah. lot of hotel niggas Who should put the mic down uh. I mean cause even when We don't have a outline It's like We've done years of Reading Years of political education yeah. year, Years of self work So when we say something We still have some meaning With what we saying Even yeah. though it ain't you know, <laughs> hell of fucking research or whatever, nigga. Yeah. We still we speaking off shit off our experience and the shit that we've done. You feel me? Right. So hella profunda. Yeah, I fuck with this conversation. I feel like this is, this is what hell black is. That shit went hella fast. That's what I'm saying. Like that's when it, that's how you know it's a good episode. It's like we 46 minutes in and it's still. I just saw this never ending. That's why I'm like, all right, nigga. It's all. <laughs> what time is it? Nigga? It's a work night for your boy. Ooh. Yeah, I got work. I got to teach tomorrow, nigga. Ultra work. So. AB, you want to shout out your uh, IG? Yeah, yeah. Mucho Banksy. Mucho Banksy. Mucho Banksy. Mucho Banksy. Uh, mucho Banksy. Yeah. Yeah, we for sure going to have you back on, honestly. this. Yeah, it's lit. There's going to be a part two featuring Mucho Banksy at some point. You know, but if you want to tap in yeah. to this next part of the episode, just to be very fucking clear with my words, if you sign in to Patreon and you make an account and you pay $5, you get to hear the rest of this fucking episode. Patreon.com slash Pod. Tap in with our iTunes. Search Hell Black on Podcast. Subscribe. Give it five stars. If it ain't five stars, we don't want it. Just, just <laughs> you know, close the app, save some battery power. We on SoundCloud too. And we also on YouTube. So subscribe on YouTube, you feel me? Even if you ain't gonna watch, just subscribe to that shit, you feel me? If we get a, a thousand subscribers, we get paid per paper player some shit like that yeah. so okay. help hella black get you feel me get get the black dollar <laughs> recycle the black dollar yes recycle the black dollar <laughs> so this next part is a patreon exclusive patreon.com slash hella black pod tap in with our patreon and it's fucking lit yeah